Hello, everyone. Welcome to Generation Dan, where Manny Man does Dan. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, I'm Atlas Novak. I'm your millennial. I'm Dino the Genetic Marvel. I'm your child. Caleb isn't here today because, again, we're filming this over the holidays. But our guest today, you may know him from Manny Man Does History on YouTube. It's John D. Ruddy, everybody. Hello, folks. How are we doing today? Fantastic. Uh, Not so good. I, (laughs) unfortunately, have no Wi-Fi because I just moved into a new apartment and the router doesn't work. And my computer ran out of Wi-Fi hotspot. So rookie mistake. <laughs> I've actually yeah, I've been shocked to hear how bad the internet is in LA. You know, of all the places I would have imagined, LA would have been like the the nexus of internet uh, uh, hubness, but apparently not. No, it's mostly just a hub of prostitution and drugs, right, Atlas? Uh, yeah. More or less, yeah. That's New York, though. If you want more prostitution. You will never find a more wretched type of scum and villainy. Oh my god, for real. That's a very good Alec Guinness impression. That is. Oh, thank you. That makes sense, though. It's not going <laughs> to be the Greek and the whitey that's going to be able to do it right. <laughs> like, yeah. Know. Let's be honest. Oh. So, we are talking about uh, New Year's and things related to New Year's because that's when this is. Uh, not when it's coming out, but when we're recording. So, that's always fun. Fine. I... Sucks for you. Whatever. <laughs> you know what i guess i could shuffle them around right like just put this it doesn't make a difference okay whatever listen, fine people want to listen because it's enjoyable and if anything we're gonna look back and say man do you remember how good it was this new year's and uh because by the time this comes out the entire world will have collapsed on its economic system and uh everyone Yay. will be fending for themselves so if anything <laughs> this is a look back to better times right yep but <laughs> Before we really get into that, uh, we have some questions for John. Uh, So that first one. Was I supposed to memorize the questions? No, no, no. no. He's going to put them up on the screen here. Uh, Uh, Okay, here we go. Embarrassing song on your playlist. Okay, so the embarrassing song on, 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 on my playlist, it's more so an embarrassing playlist in itself. Oh, that's <laughs> and that is Neil Ciciariga's Mouth Moods. Have you listened? No. What so, is that? Are you aware of Neil Ciciariga? No. No. So a lot of people don't realize they know Neil Ciciariga until you start listing some of his works. Do you know Snape? Snape. Severus Snape. Yeah, yeah, that's Neil Ciciariga. Also... Oh, no. Also, this is the ultimate showdown of ultimate of ultimate destiny. destiny yeah. Yep, that's Neil Cesar. He made that when he was like sixteen. And, really? Uh, yeah. So he has uh, a quadrilogy now of concept albums, parody albums, um, called. Well, the the first one was. Uh, you see, I discovered them all at once, so I, I always I always forget which ones are which. But essentially, the first one, he um, started mixing um, Smash Mouth into any song. Love it. Um, so, uh, so like, uh, you've got um, John Lennon's Imagine. So you imagine the, the piano. Ding, 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 ding. I was like, somebody wants to <laughs> And it is a thing of almost everybody's reaction to it. It, it, Almost everybody's reaction to it is, this is god-awful. I cannot listen to this. I 
fucking love it. Yeah. Um, and uh, some of the he, he then got he remixed. Um, well, because then he he moved beyond uh, uh, Smash Mouth. In fact, his next album was Mouth Silence. So you know there there was no Smash Mouth in it. Although I think he sent in a little. Um, uh, cameo in and around there but uh, like there's one where he takes ghostbusters and completely remixes it into some other bizarre weird riff so it's like and then the lyrics he like rearranges the lyrics so it's like you know if there's something weird sleeping in your bed let me tell you something you know and all this kind of it's it's hilarious um but uh, i think my favorite out of them is quite possibly it's called um party rangers which i don't actually think is included on the albums as like a bonus track but still and it is a, a mashup of miley cyrus party in the usa to the instrumentation of power rangers oh my god it is phenomenal and uh, now it's difficult to emulate because obviously I can't sing sing the lyrics and the but if you imagine the yeah. hopped in the cabin NAX with a dream and a card again. Welcome to the Oh, it is so good. It's but yeah, that that would probably be my number one of the guilty pleasures. As soon as that comes on, because because the thing is, I mean. I'm I'm not a fan of Party in the USA. I am a massive fan of Power Rangers, but listening sure. to the Power Rangers theme full blast in the car, that's a little bit too much. It's a little bit too far for me, you know. But if I'm He's sitting there going, oh, so I put my hands up to play my song, but if I play me, but like, yeah, you know, and it's do 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 do. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> wow. I just figured out what I'm going to do this afternoon. Listen, I to know, right? <laughs> Nonstop, and I'm uh, going to I'm going to play it loud enough so my wife can hear it everywhere. Uh, yeah, that seems that seems like a good use yes. of my time. Um, absolutely. And <laughs> coming up next week on Generation Dan, how Dino got divorced. And... <laughs> oh, it'll totally get you divorced. I have to listen to it very quietly when my wife is about. She's like, no. Oh, I'm not. No. I'm number one. I'm not signing anything. Number two, they're all small in my household, so they don't have a forklift <laughs> to take me out of here. So that's fine. Uh -huh. Yeah, bring it. Let's uh, let's do this. It's gonna be like Ma uh, Gilbert Grape's mom at the end of the movie. <laughs> listen. Number one, I'm not that big. Okay. <laughs> I can still get through doors. I've had issues, but that's not the point. Um, <laughs> ultimately, though, the funny thing is that's actually a growing trend where a lot of uh, extremely popular songs are being mixed together. So mm -hmm. I find it hilarious that he would go so far. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely Googling that. And, yeah, well, because uh, you see, what's, what's really good is sometimes like he'll thematically link songs. So mm -hmm. he'll take all sorts of songs where it's just like all kind of doobie-doos or wahs yeah. and kind of stuff like that. So he takes like... Annie Lennox, No More I Love You's with what he calls Oh, ah! Oh, oh! So it's like Awesome! And all this kind of stuff. And it's very entertaining. I can imagine. Yeah, We have a lost atlas, so I'm just going to log this. We'll wait for him because we're recording the whole time, so it's not a big deal. No, we've lost our atlas. We're going to get lost in the globe without our atlas. I don't think people who listen to podcasts know how to use an atlas, sir. Um, <laughs> of course, they're beautiful. 
Yeah, but you're foreign. It's not the same, right? Like yeah. me, I'm I, I I'm Greek, right? My parents are both Greek. They came to Canada, so I'm first generation born in Canada. So for mm -hmm. me, I'm like, yeah, like uh, we were talking before. I'm like driving in Greece. I've driven in Paris. I'm like, yeah, it's no big deal. Other uh, white folks from Canada, when they go, they're like, how do you drive in this? I'm like, ah, you just you just learn. You just figure it out, you just right? Go for it. But uh, that's that's the difference, right? Whereas in especially in America, it's it's perplexing where like we were talking. So you're in uh, Northern Ireland, you said, right? The North of the Ireland. North of Ireland. North, My Northern apologies. Ireland. In the My Republic apologies. of Ireland. <laughs> so, um, Listen, yeah, no, that's a my bad, and I apologize for yeah, that greatly yeah. because you know I'm a you're, heathen, right? You're, let's... you're basically America. It's okay. It's no, no, no. Listen, hey, uh, hey I'm uh, more uh, Greek uh, than uh, anything. Uh, oh yeah, sure, okay? sure. Um, <laughs> I use centimeters. Okay, just get, get out of here. No. Yeah. But that's the funny thing is that um, is so often, especially in the states, like people do not they will. Uh, be born, grow up, and die in the same town. Have never been, have never left, yeah. and stuff. I'm like, whereas the UK, I'm like, that was the great part. Like when I go to Greece, I'm like, we'll go to the UK or we'll go to France and then hop over, like just spend a couple days, just to because I'm like, number one, for me, Greece is cheap. I have a place there, not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Whereas the UK, I even had this as a wager with my wife. I said, we're gonna be in in London for three days. Mm -hmm. We're gonna be in Greece for two weeks. I said, mm -hmm. you pay for the hotel in London. I'm going to pay for the hotel in Greece and we'll see who comes out ahead. She paid an extra like 500 bucks. <laughs> I'm like, Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Easy. That's how that works. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Welcome back Atlas. Oh Yay. my God. I have no idea what's going on with, like it said, your phone is getting warm. And I was like, okay. Oh, and, and then that was it. Yeah. That sounds about right. Nice. So technology is both the, the crutch and enabler of, these times right that's what you get for being in california your phone's overheating uh, <laughs> fine fuck you guys <laughs> hey man that's, uh, listen global warming is predominantly in hot areas so now yeah, it's on you atlas yeah Definitely. i mean it's affecting everybody with like the sea level changes and stuff like that too yeah so, like, what am i I saw like a map of what California might look like if the ice caps melt completely, and all the parts of LA are just renamed, uh, like water-related stuff. So like straight out of Compton, stuff like that. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, because LA is so flat too. So it's all just. Yeah, if, if, I mean, if it were to flood, it would flood. Yeah. Well, LA, LA isn't that flat. It says you start getting out of the city, you get into more like mountainous areas. But yeah, mm. um, I I actually found it amazing just how it was something I did not fathom until I went to LA was how massive the city is. It is yeah, it's like eight huge. towns crammed together. <laughs> oh, like well, there, there's 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 a brilliant website. Uh, I love it. It's, it's called um, True Size, which is not as dirty as it sounds. It is um, right. Um, uh, it's it's a map of the world, but yeah. you know the way on a, on a flat surface um, sizes right. can be distorted. So yeah. what it does is you can type in a country's name, and you can drag it across the world's map. But as it goes further further away from the equator, it gets bigger or it right. gets um, smaller. smaller. So you get a better idea of 
you know, comparing two countries. And so I took Ireland and I dragged it over to California. First of all, you can fit Ireland between LA and San Francisco, um, wow. which is, uh, yeah, which is yes. hilarious. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, with LA alone, so my, my home county is uh, Donegal uh, up in the Northwest. And most of, it, it, it wasn't until I saw LA overlaid on top of Donegal that I fathomed just how huge the city was. I was like, oh my God. So from Long Beach up to Hollywood is like Ballyshannon up to Milford, which is, you know, deep cuts for any, you know, <laughs> Donegal geography people out <laughs> there. Well, you know, it's a long distance. It's a long distance, you know? Right. Like, oh my God. Oh man. That's like That's, yeah. For in in most European countries, if you drive three hours in any direction, you're gonna end up in a completely new country with its own history and uh, geography. If I drive three hours in any direction, I'm gonna see like that guy. It, it's it's all <laughs> the same shit. If, if if you're driving three hours in any direction, you may land in the ocean if you're in That's true. Ocean. You might, yeah. <laughs> also issue, yeah. Although technically I live right beside another country, although that's a content <laughs> that's a contentious issue with uh, Northern Ireland the border. Yeah, yeah don't don't watch his uh, video on the Easter Rising for more details. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Plug, plug, plug. I can literally see Northern Ireland from my house. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Sarah Palin. Oh. Yeah, I know, Did right? we get to the second question when I dropped out of the broadcast? Or? No, no. I just logged the time and we just kept on talking about random stuff. Um, All right. Second question. Second question. Uh, I'm an adult. You can't stop me. So what is something that you embellish, uh, such as like having um, breakfast for dinner or cake for breakfast? Something like that. I mean, I certainly have had cake for breakfast. <laughs> all of us, all of us as time. well. I um, I'm I'm pretty sure I've had an entire box of Maltesers for for breakfast. Just get Maltesers in North America. Mm, yes. So I don't think I do. You're talking but about you, the Maltesers where it's like the malted covered yes, chocolate, right? Covered yes. Chocolate, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, for Alice, it might be Whoppers. Okay, your candy sucks in America, or your chocolate sucks in America. Chocolate and, sucks, and, definitely. And Canada. Um, hey, but, hey uh, calm down there, buddy. <laughs> uh, oh, okay there, buddy. <laughs> I'm not your pal friend. Yeah. <laughs> My well, friend. Yeah. Um, actually, speaking speaking of Canada, so I I live I I'm the town that I am from in Donegal is Letterkenny. Oh. You know? Yeah, like that's so. Anytime yeah. you see Letter Kenny on the internet, and it's like you know the the show Letter Kenny, I'm like, that's that's where Same. we're from. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're the old world Letter Kenny. You know, you can cross feet and cross fuck off. <laughs> a, couple, a couple of hockey players came out to the produce stand the other day. Um. Anyway, uh, so what do I do? I quote Letter Kenny. That's what I do because I'm an adult. Um. Yes. No, I, I I buy video games when I can. Um. Uh, but particularly, I remembered kind of the moment where uh, I was in a retro video game shop, and I saw all of the games that I always wanted to buy when I was a kid, but. Right. You know, I couldn't, and I was like, "That's Banjo Tooie." I've wanted to play that game since I was eleven years old, and now I can because I'm a grown up with grown up money. I'm gonna Fuck buy yeah. Banjo Tooie, but also that the reason why I didn't buy Banjo Tooie was because I didn't have an expansion pack for the N64. I'm gonna buy one of those too. Yes, buy an expansion pack. <laughs> and you know what? I'm gonna buy 
two other controllers. Now I've got four controllers for my N64. So I've got perfect. I'm going to buy Perfect Dark because I've now got the expansion pack. I can play Perfect Dark too. Four player Perfect Dark, four player Goldeneye, four player Mario Kart. Boom. I'm a grown up, motherfuckers. <laughs> That's like the most confidence I've seen someone answer that question. Like, oh, I don't know. Well, you it's know, valid though. It's valid. Yeah, no, that's definitely valid for sure. I got, I got a bunch of. Uh, so I got they released a new emulator for uh, the original uh, Super Nintendo or the Nintendo Entertainment System, the NES. Ooh, yes. And uh, that the funny thing is, it's just a box, but they gave you like gray stickers, so it looks like it. Yes. But at the same time, I'm like, I have another one that's got like nine thousand games. Where I'm like, I have. Um, metal slug i have like the coolest i have essentially everything up until let's say turbo graphics 16 or neo geo mm -hmm. level everything oh. before that i got it everything like it. across games i don't even remember and i'm like i play like three of them and i'm like yeah. on a 65 inch screen so the graphics are ridiculously <sighs> horrible but i'm like this is the greatest moment of my life right now so this I, is yeah. wonderful this is, it's 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 amazing neo geo has a very special place in my heart for me in that uh so growing up in letter kenny um there were there were there were well actually no there was a there was a, an arcade uh, but it was a kind of a dodgy place like it was 100 it wasn't just video games but it was also like like cool. slot machines and stuff and oh slot yeah. machines that's awesome yeah. yeah 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 um we we got different different gambling laws in ireland so there was always just that kind of thing of no we we we, we don't go in there um yeah. but uh, there was one place that it was an old bowling alley it's since closed down but it had one arcade machine there yeah um and actually, they had Afterburner very briefly, but I never got to go on it. Mm. Um, but they, it was um, Bubble... Uh, bubble uh, Bubble. Bubble Bubble 2. Mm. But I remember because I was so young, I didn't have I didn't have any money on my own. I no. didn't have any money. So I wasn't able to play it myself. And, you know, I couldn't go up and ask mom for 50p uh, to play it. And uh, so I would watch it on repeat. I would watch the demo on repeat and would know... The sound effects off by heart. So anytime I see Neo Geo and the yeah. ding 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 ding, 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 ding <laughs> that just brings me back to wanting to play Bubble Bobble on an arcade machine. Oh yeah. Fun. Well that's I have friends who have bought arcade machines, like the full sized yes. and I'm like cabinet. Yeah. And you're just like, I get it. I absolutely get it, but at the same time it's like I'm fat. I'm gonna sit down and play these games. So I'm like, I'm not, you know, not interested. But yeah. you know, it's. Uh, I remember on that that. So I've told stories on this podcast about how um, the only arcades we had were usually in a pool hall. And a pool hall, mm -hmm. similarly, you're like we couldn't gamble and stuff, but yeah. dodgy things happened there. Mm -hmm. And uh, my dad found us once. I was uh, nine years old. It did not go well. I peed my pants. It's a whole thing. I have a story about it. But nice. um, yeah, but I remember going on a cruise where I'm like, it was before cruises became really cool. So they had gambling and stuff, and they had one room that had arcade machines, and we would play mm -hmm. Strider, and it was a nickel. And I'm like, Strider was just like, it was like Contra kind of, but okay. never been able to find it. So same thing where you're saying going, yeah, we would run out of money and then go, all right, we're just going to watch it. We're just going to watch it play and that kind of stuff. But yeah, that is pretty hilarious. Nice. I remember my, my, like my family went on a cruise to Alaska when I was like eight or nine and they had a golden tea machine yep. on the boat. You know, the one with the wheel where you got to like yeah. roll it. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, my dad got ridiculously good at that game. Like I remember there was this one time 
where he goes up and there's a dog leg where it's like a 90 degree turn. And he's like, maybe if I pull it back one way and roll it the other way, it'll do it. And then it did. And he was like, yeah. I'm like, Dad, you're 50. So, you know, yeah. good for you, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Every young person who's seen that game at an arcade has played it once and they go, oh, this is shit. I don't want to play this. It's, <laughs> yeah. fun. it's fun. And then you're older and going, oh, you can play golf on. I remember that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you realize you're like, oh, now I'm old. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> on that note, on that note, our third question is. What do you mean I'm an adult? So, John, this is a time when you felt you're like, someone turned to you as in you're in charge as the adult, and you're like, oh, whoa, whoa, me? I don't think so. Do you have anything like that? So I was, so about 10 years ago, this is insane now, but uh, it was now 10 years ago, um, I was was working as a youth worker, Uh and so I was working with teenagers, and it was funny because, you know, it seemed like not much... Not much time before I was the teenager going off on trips and, you know, like going um, international exchanges and stuff. And uh, then I was um, uh, then all of a sudden I was I was working for them uh, as a as a a youth development officer. It was a lot of fun. You know, we organized loads of different programs and like media groups and also Internet safety things and all Mm -hmm. of that was really, really fun. I loved it. Uh, But one of the tasks was uh, we went to Germany on a youth exchange and I brought five teenagers and there were teenagers coming from all over Europe. They were coming from the UK, coming from France, Italy, Germany, of course, um, uh, Croatia, Czech Republic, Slovakia and Poland. So loads of different places. And I was just sitting there going, Oh my gosh. Like once I actually got there, cause you know, the, the, the gang of teenagers that, that I do, you know, cause the whole interview process, you know, yeah. of why, why should I, you know, why, why should you be the one to, to, to go on this trip? And they were all very professional and they were all really well behaved and they helped out with all the fundraising and all of that. And for, like, I'm actually still friends with one or two of them uh, now as adults. Um, cause there's like five years between us. Um, but, uh, which is hilarious. Um, but, uh, no, when it when we actually got there, and once we actually got to the hostel, yeah. it was just like letting cats out of the bag, and all of a sudden, I was just like, "Where where did my responsible teenagers go?" All of a sudden, they were running off with yeah. all of these other teenagers from all these exotic teenagers from all over Europe, and. I was just like, oh my god! This it was the most stressful ten days of my <laughs> life, where I was, I would go to bed thinking, what are they doing? 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 I would wake up, what do they do? What do they do? What do they do? What do they do? Oh my god! And now, I mean, in their defense, they were fine, and and we got to the end of the ten days, and it was fine, and and it was a lot of fun, and we represented. Sure. The, and we represented the Donegal Youth Service really well, hmm. um, but it was so stressful because I was like, I was twenty three, and it was, it was yeah, because most of the youth leaders who were there were were older, you know, they were kind of forties plus mostly, and and so I was just there, and I was just like, oh my god, I am the responsible adult here, and I have to really 
keep you know keep my head screwed in and 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 be the boring one who's going lads come on you can't be hanging off the ceiling from that come on seriously like we were in the european parliament and <laughs> Sorry. That, that's never a good start if it goes, we were in the European Parliament. Like. In the European Parliament, and one of the, and the, and the English, uh, and the English uh, teens, they were, they were a bad influence on my gang. They, that, that, that was the only reason. And, English are the worst, that's fair. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> and they were given, and they're giving each other, um, they were uh, sitting on each other's shoulders walking around right. and i was just like oh my god seriously just you know i like I, at, at the end of the tour at the end of the tour i actually had to give them a a, 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 a talking down i, I kind of going i am so embarrassed right now like you know of all the groups in there you know <laughs> what was that guys come on seriously like we're representing our organization here and you're in there giving piggy banks in the European Parliament, I mean, I am all over there. Like seriously, guys. Like I'm, like right now we're supposed to be going across Brussels. I'm, I'm supposed to be let, trusting you to go off yourselves. But right now I'm sitting there going, I mean, sh should I be worried about what you're going to do when I'm not there? Like, come on, guys. Uh, but at the end of the day, it was fine. It was fine. It was, a, it was a learning experience for us all. Um, but. Uh, yeah, that was the moment <laughs> where I realized, ah, I'm the responsible adult. Oh my. That that is fantastic. And like in all honesty, as long as everyone came home still not pregnant, you're good. Exactly. Like that, exactly. That's the one like you start to realize as an adult, you're like the the crazy things adults say which are completely false just to keep you from doing crazy shit. Right. Mm -hmm. Like where everyone's like, Hey, no, no, no. We're, we're supposed to be setting an example. Listen, the mm -hmm. only day that everywhere wears a tie at work is when everyone knows there's a tour coming. So you got to wear a tie yeah. to give that impression. You're going, here's an idea. Here's a, how about everybody stop being full of shit and just, you know what? Hey, let's just not be horrible people. And we'll run with that. Yeah, that's right. you know, is that so bad? Well, I, I Atlas think, thinks I'm horrible, by the way. I think so. the chief. Problem no, that's was, not all the way true. I think the chief problem was that I was only about only about six years. I think it had been six years since yeah. I had been on one of these youth exchanges. Yeah. So. So all I could think of was oh, you God, came home pregnant, didn't you? This I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> all I could think of was, oh my God, I hope they're not doing what, what we were doing. <laughs> Listen, you can just pray. You're like, hey, what's what happens yeah. in European Parliament stays in European Parliament. Yeah. That's just yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now that they're all adults, I have also heard what actually went down, and I was like, yeah, I knew you were doing that. <laughs> <laughs> bastards, bastards. You, you, you know how stressed out I was. <laughs> And they're like, you know, because they're now like 25 and they're like, yeah, we're sorry. We were dicks. And I'm like, yeah, you were. But anyway, we, we had a fun, formative time. So it's all good. Well, that's <laughs> the thing is you can't tell kids, be like, listen, guys, I trust you guys. I know you're going to get up to fool, you know, Tom Fuller. But remember, no one comes home pregnant. Very important for the rest of your life. This is a key moment. Because if you say that, 
number one, a hundred percent someone's getting pregnant. There's no yeah. question with that, Definitely. right? You can't, and that's why it's like you have to have this overcompensation. That's a great story, John. Honestly, like that was fantastic. I have <laughs> yeah, to, I, just, I really great. appreciate that. Uh, but like it's 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 hilarious now, isn't it? Like I remember in school, I caught a teacher smoking on school property because it was after hours, and I was like, oh, he's like, listen, man, okay, fuck it, who cares? Just yeah. don't tell anybody. I'm like, hey, man, just don't be a dick to me, and I won't be a dick to you. It's fair, right? But it was like, I also look like this in grade nine, which I was 15 years old. So. You had a beard in grade nine? Yeah, it was a rough time. I, and more <laughs> hair. And more hair. You had so. a peppered beard? <laughs> <laughs> I'll find you a picture, trust me. And people are like, oh, yeah, that makes sense that you look terrible. That's, yeah. He's I, not completely lying. That's the crazy part. Uh, like, no, no. It's uh, The only reason I didn't have a beard was because I was uh, religious and there was no beard. So after yeah. that, I'm like... Yeah, no, always a beard. I just look so much better. Oh, and the best part is when I would go back to Greece, I would always grow out a beard. And yeah. when I came back, I would shave. So while in Greece, everyone would be like, hey, you trained to be a priest? And I'm like, yeah. number one, fuck you. Number two, I look way better than a priest. So no, <laughs> it's the worst part. Good old Orthodox Church. Well, you know, they, they try. Have the, they have the coolest churches, though. Like the designs of their churches are so cool. Atlas, are you? Like, yeah, you're right there, Atlas. Phone? It sounds like you're just beeping. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. No, I'm fine. I can hear you guys. All right, stop pressing buttons, you bastard. This is <laughs> the best that like Atlas is the most tech savvy between yeah. the two oh, me that's and him. Hilarious. But uh, yeah, so it's like it's only fair. Yeah, it, had, he's, this is he's, karma. He's typing in Morse code. It's like why why sync the Bismarck? Sync the Bismarck. Sync the Bismarck. Actually, when I was passing through Toronto, I was wonderfully impressed to to discover where what where Rush's YYZ comes from, and it's Toronto Airport. Yeah, it is. Cool. I was like, "That's cool. That's cool." And but then, what didn't help was throughout my trip through uh, Toronto Airport, all that was in my head was do 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 isn't a bad complaint until you reach the fourth hour of You know, I won't be shamed, and Canada will stand up for itself, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just a big Rush fan, so that, that's... Uh, Atlas cons consistently will make Rush references, and I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about, but all right, Rush, man, cool. Sounds good. Are you a Rush fan, too, or is it just the YYZ thing? Um, I, I wouldn't call myself a Rush fan, but I, I would certainly enjoy Rush. Um, but although um, I was chatting to a guy in Canada, and I was uh, he he worked on the on the radio, and um, Spirit of Radio. Um, yeah. But um, I was I was saying, oh, what, one of uh, one of my friends in Letterkenny is the biggest Rush fan in the world, and he said to me, every Rush fan is the biggest Rush fan in the world. <laughs> I was like, that is so true. <laughs> that is true. Shout that's, out to Donal. <laughs> uh, that's oh, fantastic. Man. Glitter in prizes and endless compromises shatter oh, the illusion yes. of integrity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> such a dork. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is kind of... Okay, so... I'm a huge history nerd, and I like watching history YouTubers. John is one of those history YouTubers. Andy's kind of sort of a Rush fan. This is like we're almost going for the hat trick here. <laughs> Just oh, so you know, dude. John, behind that screen, Atlas is fully erect. That's how that's going. There we go. <laughs> 
I'm wearing sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give us the picture. Come on. No. Um, so here's a question for you, John. So why history? What's what's the whole uh, drive behind that? Explain. Um, long story short, I thought I was born as fucking secondary school, and uh, so Agreed. I wanted to make it more interesting. <laughs> that's the that's the this is a simple answer. Uh, yeah, I loved it when I is was in pro, or what, elementary school, as you just call, it, but primary school as we call it here, mm-hmm. and then secondary school is high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I always find there was this really awkward moment in history books where it went from cool brightly colored illustrations into boring ass black and white photographs yes and i just found that it it just did nothing for me i'm a visual thinker and i was just like ugh, you know it, everything just turned to black and white and i was just like ugh, didn't like it um and so once i i then went on in university to train as a primary school teacher hmm. and so it was through teaching history that I kind of rediscovered my love of history Hmm. and, you know, discovering more topics and just going, this is amazing. And funnily enough, bizarrely enough, bringing it back around Hmm. at that, at that youth exchange over in Germany. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I was was just making the link in my head. Uh, That was the primordial, um, prototype of Manny Man Does History because we were all asked to do a presentation on our countries and where we came from. And so our, you know, so so that the my teenagers, they they all came up with kind of stuff about Letter Kenny and stuff. And they're like, John, you're you're good with history. Do you want to do a wee thing on Irish history? I was like, yeah. And so I did a PowerPoint presentation just with like stock photos from from the internet. Right. And it was first we had the Stone Age, then we had the then we had the Bronze Age, then we, you know, the Iron Age and 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 then the Vikings came and then you know and all that kind of stuff and then the Normans came, and it was from that that I was kind of like this would actually make a pretty cool video. Yeah. And so that was that was 2012, um, not 2112, 2012. Um, <laughs> um, and so it was kind of from there that 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 idea was kind of floating about in my head, and I already had the character of Manny Man. I'd been drawing Manny Man since I was about 14 years old. Uh, in the sides of my copy books and, and textbooks, trying to make and that, that's the little dude with the big eyes, right? That's the little dude with the big eyes, yeah. Uh, he's quick to draw, he's very, um, his expressions are so easy to read, and he doesn't have hands and feet, which makes him so quick to draw. Um, and uh, so I, um, so when, when, it, when it came to making a video. Uh, about because you know youtube was this now bigger and bigger thing and i was watching stuff like uh angry video game nerd and uh early Lindsay ellis on on youtube and kind of things like that and going this is awesome i want to do this and i was like right well how will i do this what what what's what will be my format and so i decided to pick the most labor intensive medium possible for youtube and that is drawing every single friggin picture yeah. <laughs> well, because like you'll do this thing where you'll every little frame you'll have like a little like visual joke or someone yeah. saying something where I have to go back and pause and read everything before getting on with whatever it is you're talking about. And that was by design because because some, some people you know kind of complain going oh my god it's going too fast I can't read all the little jokes I was like that's the point you go back and kind of see the little. See, you know, we're like, wait, wait, what did he just say? Um, and uh, I actually kind of got that was slightly inspired, actually not slightly, very, very much inspired 
by um I don't know is he I think he is still making videos. You know he's zero punctuation. No. Um Yahtzee, he was uh, creating uh, their video game reviews uh, hmm. for the Escapist, um, but uh, he was he was making he was making videos around that time, and his animation style is somewhat similar to what the Manny Man animation style was. Because, like, I'm not an animator, and I at the time I did all of the illustrations by hand in real life on actual paper with markers, and. You can tell in those early videos in particular. Um, so I kept it simple and I kept the animation style simple. Um, so, you know, it's not full 24 frames or even 18 frames. It's it's hands down, hands up. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, so, and it worked for that and it, and it worked for that format. And I kind of thought, this is something that if I did Irish history, this is something that could potentially go viral around Ireland. And yeah. so I did it and I put it up and it went viral around Ireland. It was being uh, shared on different sites like Joe.ie, which is a big one in Ireland for, for uh, social media sharing and stuff. And I was like, this is cool. This is exciting. And then I thought, maybe if I did one of more international um interest then i could actually get something a bit more it could go viral around the world of course. and and so uh it was then that, that was early 2014 and so i thought well naturally it's a good idea because we're about to hit the centenary of the beginning of world war one mm -hmm. and so i did a video about world war one and off it went and and that and that it was from there that i got that kind of initial uh build of um of subscribers and then off the back of that i did world war ii and then i did cold war and so and those those are still my my most my most watched videos like they're sitting on uh three and a half four million and i think cold war is over five million views awesome. um and people still go back and watch those i have remastered some of them since but not cold war yet and um, so it's it's still kind of the highest earner uh, or the highest um, viewership, hmm. um, but yeah, so it was kind of just from there that I that I was like, oh, I guess I'm a YouTuber now. Like it was funny, and a, a lot of I think a lot of YouTubers kind of find this where they kind of don't go into it like with with a um, a strategy of I am going to go into this and become a YouTuber. It's like I'll go into this, see what happens. And it wasn't until even a couple of years into it, where I was like, yeah, I suppose I'm a YouTuber. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it's been an interesting journey and and just kind of seeing how, oh, by the way, you, you might be able to hear the lovely uh, rain on, on my on my roof, my hot tin roof, I'm a cold tin roof. Um, but um, yeah, it's it, it has been a, a bizarre journey of... Um, of successes and wanting to do better and comp and constantly comparing myself to others and the oh, the most the most hateful one is like when you when you've been doing something for years and you see someone else who like started during the pandemic and yeah. they have more subscribers than you and you're just like oh you son of a bitch it's and no don't get me wrong absolutely fair play to them and and and, sure. and some folks some folks have done have created some absolutely fantastic uh yeah. content like Khadija and Bo has 
put out some fantastic content. And she's only been doing it for like, I think, a year or maybe over a year now. But like, she started in the pandemic. Oh, such good work. And, but like, she has more subscribers than me now. And I'm just like, cool, I've been doing this for eight years. <laughs> but hey, but hey. <laughs> You know? You're preaching to the choir there, John. You're preaching to the yeah. choir. <laughs> I know, right? Well, this is this is the funny thing is that um, I always find it interesting is that every time I've heard anyone go like, "Oh, I want to, I want to trick the algorithm and stuff," you're like, "Here's mm -hmm. an idea. Just make something you're yep. passionate about and let it ride." It's mm -hmm. it's my passion that will feed this. Exactly. Not, hey, I'm gonna scam the. Listen, number one. Most of us aren't smart enough to scam the, the algorithm. That's mm -hmm. why it's an algorithm, and we don't actually know how it works. <laughs> you know, just do Otherwise, something you're people would be scam spamming the, the algorithm. Well, well, that's why I'm like, listen, the algorithm's Ooh. there to protect the world against your garbage content. That's yeah. why I'm like, so build something that you enjoy. Build something you're passionate about, because that will find other people's passion. They'll go, you know mm -hmm. what? I want, like, for me, I love history. Um from the time, let's see, it was in 2006, 2007, maybe, where I went, it was the first time I went to Asia. Mm -hmm. And I knew a lot about World War One. I. I did not, or World War Two. I did not know a lot about World War Two in Asia. And that yeah. is a whole other history mm -hmm. that a yeah. lot of people don't realize. Yeah. And I learned about that. And that was actually just before I met my wife, um, yeah. which, you know, this is coming up on 20 years ago right yeah. but i'm like oh there's a whole history here that we're uh -huh. not told about so on that point like for yourself i agree mm -hmm. with what you said where it's like history has forcibly been taught boring yes. which is i i it drives me crazy because there's history doesn't just happen there's a whole story to where there are a series of events that link together mm -hmm. that you can only see after the fact you don't exactly. know how it's gonna play out yeah so now for yourself with history being so hmm, dictated by the victors over the yes, last hundred years, absolutely. how do you find that with regards to, um, you know, working through all of that information? Like, is it, do you just try and find out the truth or is it a story you're trying to tell? Like, where is your starting point mm -hmm. for the process? Well, the, um, that's, that's, that's a great question. Um, I'm not just a pretty face, John. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I suppose I, I try to keep things... <laughs> I try to keep things as balanced as I can. Fair. Um, like, like say, say, say with the, the um, Irish history video... Like there's yeah. a there's a there was a massacre in 1641 where loads of Catholics massacred a whole pile of Protestants in the uh, in what is now Northern Ireland, right. and that's something that can often be left out. Of uh, because only a couple of years after that, Oliver Cromwell comes over to Ireland and kills loads of people and kicks all the Catholics off their land. And, you know, the 1641 massacre can sometimes be forgotten about. And it's just like Oliver Cromwell came over here and just killed loads of people. And uh, so we hate him. For, I mean, in fairness, Oliver Cromwell is still a bad word in Irish history. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, although I mean, and I try to avoid recent stuff because <laughs> that's contentious. fair that's fair however i did uh i did a video about the presidents of the united states from george washington all the way up to mr joe biden and uh, so th th that guy who came just before joe biden um i i mean i i, I couldn't 
I mean, oh, actually not. Yeah. I did hold myself back. Like this okay. is the funny thing. I did hold myself back, and still, still... a plethora of material. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like, like the and, the and the comment section still is like, oh my god, once you got to Trump, oh, it just got so biased. I was like, um, well, he sucks. So yeah, <laughs> no, but and this it... is the thing: is presidents haven't been great for a long time. Yes. So it's not, and this is the thing: is there's a lot of information that was kept out of the spotlight mm -hmm. for a very long time and yeah. at in recent very recent history people said hey you know what let's put the spotlight directly on everything and yeah. that changes a lot of perspectives because right? you know because like for, for the for the earlier videos uh, or for the earlier presidents like i pointed out which ones owned slaves while they were in while they were in, in office, office. Yeah. you know and it was like thomas jefferson owned 600 people um, while he was in office, and and like some people are even kind of bumping up against that, going, "Why are you pointing that out?" It was like, "Why not?" It's history, it's, not it's, not choosing what to yeah. hear. Yeah, yeah, That's like um, and uh, you know, and and like going up to Obama, like I like Obama, but sure. he is also a neoliberal who shells out to the corporations, and just like Bill Clinton, know, just, just like, like Bill Clinton, yeah. and um. And you know, so and, and like I point those things out, and like the drone campaigns and things like that, that I do point out in the videos. But it's just so funny that I think sometimes you're only looking out for what you want to hear, right. and so unless you go on an out and out tirade against Obama, then it's just that oh, this is biased. He said something good about Obama, and he said nothing but bad things about Trump. I was like the closest that I could get to saying something good about Trump. You know, and I tried, I genuinely yeah. tried, was that the whole thing with North Korea. Yep. Where first president I mean, to actually have a meeting. First president to actually have a meeting. And the the whole kind of, what is it, madman doctrine that yeah. Nixon tried during Vietnam, it, it, it seems to have worked. And Kim Jong un yeah. did seem to. To um, cool down, let's say well, a little bit, yeah, but, to you know, calm he, his seals. Yeah. Like, yeah. like the 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 strong man did actually seem to work in yeah. that area. The bravado and the yeah, you know, it's it's a different type of engagement. Right? Yeah, so it's and something we're not used to either. Yeah, and yeah. so and and so I point, you know, I point that. I, I mean, I may have, I mean, I, I could have been maybe clearer, but at the same time, like, it, like the last ten minutes was just Trump, and I was just like, no, like he sucks, and he's and he's he's not a, and not only that, but like while I was making, because I was trying to make it for, I was literally making it this time last year, and mm. um, trying to get it ready for in time for the inauguration, okay. and of course, so I've got you know, I, I had the whole script ready for ages, and. Um, but then, of course, while I'm making it, while I'm animating it, the January 6th <laughs> attack on the Capitol happens. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, you could not write this. Literally, there have no. been screenwriters who have said that they, the yeah. amount of hoops that they have to jump through in order to get their characters to be able to break into somewhere as secure as the Capitol building. And they just watched yeah. people just walk in and they're just like, oh, my God. Um, yeah, so like, I was like, well, I mean, I can't not include this, you know, like, I can't, <sighs> yeah, it's a, 
Listen, I, I always find it interesting to uh, meet someone who is um, as experienced with history as yourself, just yeah. because like I myself is something being Greek. I'm like, there's a lot of history that I'm like, oh, yeah. Hey, I'm not that big of a fan of, of reading. So just tell Please me a story. Right? But there's, Oh, <laughs> listen, don't yeah. even start me with that. But the, the funny thing is like with regards to the presidents is that uh, a little fact that people know about is that every president can write a letter to the incoming president and then it becomes public record. Yeah. Right. And one of the things was that uh, the old George Bush, the the dad, yeah. Yeah. his letter to Bill Clinton was actually a great letter. Mm. Whereas uh, Bill Clinton's letter to uh, his son, to George Bush, was horrifically bad, which, oh, which really? is just kind of a screw you kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, uh, that's. But I'm like, and then you hear about stories where it's like uh, Johnson had to literally tell his tailor, be like, hey, make the crotch bigger because I got a big wiener. And you're mm -hmm. going, that's a great part of history that you only yeah. find out now, but it's a great. Uh. It's true. It's true. Johnson Johnson was a character and such a character. You know, like like you know, just having meetings while you're on the can. Like like there's 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 a phone there's a there's a recording of a phone call of him where he like he's sitting there and he's like you know you know I got my hand on my dick here or so it was something to that effect where you're just like I mean obviously you know. Totally, totes inappropriate there, DJ. <laughs> it's a little but, Louis C.K. kind of. Hey, do you mind? Yeah. I'm just gonna hold my dick here, and you're like, "Hey, man, yeah. I know you're the president, um, but not cool." Yeah, he's, he's from Texas, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, but still, I mean, it's 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 part of history, and yeah. and uh, and it's. But yeah, there, there's there's so much to take, kind of take out of the the um, American presence. But yeah, so I I, I so back back to the original question. What 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 how what's my process? I do try to remain as balanced as I can. Good. Um, one of my things that I try to do as much as possible is I try to keep things as chronological as possible. Oh, that's nice because. So often you'll get history documentaries that go back and forth and back and forth, and they're like, and then this happened, but this was actually because this happened, and you know, and and it like goes back and forth. It's and like it, a How I Met Your Mother episode. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it like requires prior knowledge. So yeah. I try to write my videos so that it could be hopefully accessible to someone who knows nothing about it or base level. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, someone who knows loads about it, he'll be we'll sitting there be. going, oh, my God, I recognize, see that little detail in the corner. He's got the plane. Oh, my God. You know, like, like there'll be little random details where uh, where people will be looking out uh, looking out for. And they'll be like, oh, my God, he, he got the little bear um, mascot of the 1980s, uh, the 1980 Moscow Olympics, you know, kind of things like that, where they're like, ah, I, I understood that reference, you know. That's pretty there's, awesome. There's tons of Easter eggs like that. So yeah, so like I try to I try to keep it keep it light where I can, but then also on the bits that are not so light, I do try to kind of pay it as much um, uh, as much respect as I can. Like I mean, I, I did a video uh, during the summer um, about the civil rights movement in America, and. It's probably one of the darkest videos that I've made. And it brought me to a very dark place in uh, I mean, I don't know I don't know how light and easy this this podcast is supposed to be, but here I am talking about this. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. And um and I, and and it, and it brought me to a really dark place because it was just so 
depressing. Yeah. And it was, and it's because, and, and one of the reasons why I wanted to make that video was because so often people's kind of general overview of that time period is Rosa Parks sat, uh, sat in a bus and then Martin Luther King uh, gave a speech about having a dream and then they got the vote and then yay that, and, and that was it, it was that's pretty awesome. much what it is it in the awesome. US yeah and, uh, and it's, just, it's really sad oh like you just read and it's just like like riot after riot and yeah. uh like police opening uh, setting dogs on children and hoses and pouring and bleach and, into pools because oh, it's, it's, you shouldn't be in there you're like this and, is crazy. and the murders yeah. and the atrocities the lynchings like the oh, I, yeah, I like talked about like this in another episode but like the oh. 1921 Tulsa race massacre oh didn't even know it existed God. until I was an adult until you yeah. saw Watchmen you know yeah and, and like all of that, and and you know, and like when when you hear uh, to 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 use the uh, the the trigger word now, um, when you hear about critical race theory kind of being done away with, and you're just like, oh my god, how how can you, um, how can you ignore this? You know, you can't ignore like this is part of and and this and this is here we, here we go. You got John going on a rant now, and <laughs> because, it's because, good because this is the thing, is that. Even if you compare kind of United States to Canada, mm. where even though you know Canada's relationship with the Aboriginal people there you go. is not perfect, uh, absolutely not. a little less than not perfect, <laughs> a little less than not perfect, yeah. but Canada very much acknowledges that and is like, yes, we are where we are because of all of this. Let us move forward together, and it's not perfect, and it's you know, yeah. but and and same with Germany. After World War II, where they were like, yeah, this is terrible. And we have messed up. And Germany, from that, has become such a strong and powerful and confident country in with a sense of we know what how bad things can get. Yeah. We know, you know, like Nazi flags are illegal in Germany. You're not... 100%. So, so much so yeah. that that uh, the band Kiss, their logo is different in Germany because yeah. the SS in Kiss looks too similar to the SS. The, and, yeah, but they are a country that has dealt with their baggage, who has dealt with the terrible atrocities that they, as a people, committed or at least oversaw, yeah. and they. And 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 they they're like yeah that this we can't do this again we can't let this happen again. America hasn't done that yet, you know. Yeah. They as much as they kind of want to think that they've done it, they haven't done it yet. And some people have yes, but collectively as a nation, and particularly the former Confederate states have not acknowledged it properly yet. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a you know slavery's over, get over it. Let's let's all move on. You know, it's like no, no, no. But let's let's we have to move on together because you can't move yeah. on apart. You know, yeah. and that's that's the sad thing. And and I find that the two countries who I hear making the most ha ha Nazi Germany jokes are the United States and Britain. And Britain is another England in particular. So England in particular, yeah. another country that has dealt with its past very clumsily. And has not always acknowledged a lot of the shit that it has done in the past. 
Fair. And so I've, I've, I, I, I often get annoyed when I hear Americans and British and anybody in general actually taking the cheap shots at haha Nazi Germany jokes because it's like, no, no, Germany's actually moved on beyond that. You know, Germany has drastically, really drastically yeah. moved beyond. I mean, yeah, you got scumbag neo Nazis, but you know, but it's, you know, and it, and it's and it's just a thing of sort out your own country because you got there's a lot more neo Nazis in 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 England and the states the US. that are, are in Germany. You know, yeah. well, that's the funny thing is that Germany has realized the the empowerment you receive by admitting fault and mm -hmm. and trying to recover mm -hmm. is is drastically uh, mm -hmm. superior to yeah. trying to manipulate how things are remembered yeah and that's and i like i understand it because it's hard mm -hmm. and this is the funny thing is like uh i've grown to a point and especially during the pandemic where it's been more uh introspective growth atlas yeah. doesn't believe me for this he thinks <laughs> he's a person, but it's the whole idea where it's like listen okay i'm wrong yeah okay that's that's it let's let's move forward like mm -hmm. acknowledging you're wrong has a such an empowering feeling in that you don't have to because it literally will weigh just in the back of your mind constantly mm -hmm. um you will lose sleep over for no reason when you're just going you know what that was really shitty of me yeah because now i can say hey i've acknowledged i was wrong now i can try and do better and everyone mm -hmm. will see that i'm doing better if i make sure to act better yeah. And and that's that's a fair and valid point. I think it's it's reasonable, mm -hmm. and I I appreciate that. That's it's one of my biggest character flaws. I think is this like almost primordial need to want to be correct about stuff. Sure. Um, and I think it's a very American uh, frame <laughs> of mind for the most part. <laughs> I, you know what? It's this it, kind of thing. Yes, like... it is, but it's also a youth thing too. Like yeah. when you're young, you're told you have to be right. You have to be number one. You have to like all those things are driving factors to make you yeah. the best you could possibly be. But when you're older, uh, I, at least for myself, I found where it's going, Hey, guess what? I'm not going to be an astronaut, man. And you know what? I never really wanted to be one. So that's fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. So like, I have a friend who literally works at a nuclear power plant and he's a professional engineer now. So he's got the little ring and everything. And I'm like, cool, man. I, I have the most respect for him. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but I could punch you and you'll be brain dead for the rest of your life. We both have our strengths. Get over <laughs> it. It doesn't, it doesn't make a difference to me yeah. because I'd rather us be friends and maybe learn from each other. I think that's a better solution. But, you know, he's French. Though. That's one of the yeah. cool things about doing this show with Dino is he's constantly, like, putting me in line with stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but this, this is the funny thing. is like uh, the whole big thing that we try and do, John, is give a generational perspective how different it is, yes. right? Yes. For myself, like, so I'm the youngest of five, and my dad mm. was the youngest of nine. Oh, wow. So we ha both have a very uh, generationally displaced moral compass. It's very peculiar, yeah. right? So, like, I saved myself for marriage, right? But at the same time, mm. it's like my dad, my oldest brother, is a bastard. But then they got married and had four more kids, and you're going, it's a different life that you realize you yeah. like, later on things are different right so but then you kind of realize you're going hey man we're all just trying to do the best we can well, and that's it. that's actually just fine just don't be a piece of garbage and you know give it a good try that's you know that's okay and and it's it's different whereas 
you know, I know, like for me, I used to be a financial planner. As you can tell by my background and my shirt, I'm not so serious anymore. That's not my yeah. thing. I'm like, I've chosen not to be, right? And that's why, like, looking at history, you're going, there's so much of a wealth of knowledge and experience that a lot of people yeah. will just glance over and just, oh, yeah, there's some stuff that happened back in, you know, 1940 mm-hmm. to 45. There yeah. were some things, but we're not going to talk about it. You're like, how about this? Let's read about it and actually yeah. get some real information. Yeah. You know, so we don't screw it up again. <laughs> well, well, the thing, so I, I, I go into schools and I, and I, and I talk about history with, mm-hmm. with kids, you know, and, um, and something that I, that I often kind of try to, you know, it depends on the age group and whatnot, but um, something that I always try to, remind them and kind of bring bring home is that they're all just people you know the when we're reading about history it's all people and this is this is the line that i always bring it back to is george washington throughout his life would have needed to go to the toilet adolf hitler would have needed to go to the toilet Joseph Stalin would have needed to go to the toilet. Marie Curie would have needed to go to the toilet. Genghis Khan would have needed to go to the toilet. You know, like... Kim Jong-un does not go to the toilet. And that's the truth of history. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, you're observing. That's that's great. Like, and, And just the every single person, you know, they all had those fundamental, you know, Maslow's needs and... Or Laszlo... And uh, Maslow or Laszlo? Oh, I can't think. Um, Laszlo. Uh, yeah, Laszlo, yes. I think it's Laszlo. Uh, yeah, it's one of them anyway. Laszlo's hierarchy of needs. Yeah, yeah, that sounds that's right. Still, yeah, Laszlo, there we go. Either one, we're smart. That's exactly. One. It's funny you mentioned the thing about Hitler and using the bathroom, because he was apparently like on so much meth that he was constipated, and they needed oh, to give him wax. That <laughs> and look what constipation did to him. Made him yeah. very angry. You've seen Downfall. You know what's up. Oh, I watched. I watched Falling Down this morning. I'll tell you that right now. And I'm like, I'm watching the whole thing, going, oh, I get it. I totally get it. Which is Falling Down again? Uh, yeah. Michael Douglas, where he's got the buzz cut oh, and he's yes. walking through LA. Yes. It just came out on Netflix. Oh, uh, up here. Yeah, I I watched I that it. for the first time earlier in the year, and oh my god, I had to laugh because like. Like that, Nothing's changed. It's exactly well, it, but it, but it, it's but it's so funny watching it because you're like yeah. this movie is like just white male privilege, toxic masculinity. The movie, yes, uh, you know, and it's just that's so a funny. lot of movies. To be fair, it it is it is. But like just that in particular, where he's like walking in, to, like it's it's almost so um, stereotypical, you know, of walking into this of of the stores. Like, what country are you from, and why don't you speak English, and all this kind of. And he he's just getting madder and madder, and constantly getting away with his crimes until spoilers, yeah. spoilers, the very end. Fair enough, but still, <laughs> I, I just find it really interesting to watch it from a twenty first mm. century perspective. Whereas I'd imagine. I'm not sure how it would have went down in the early 90s, but I would imagine it was more of a, oh, he's just had a bad day. You know, so, he's like this anti-hero. And it's like, no, no, no. He's straight up the villain in his own story. He's Well, this is this is the funny thing is, though, I was sitting down watching it with my wife, who's Asian. And especially yeah. there's been a campaign over the last couple of years where there's been some uh, Asian hate and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. everyone's like, listen, these are issues. It's, mm-hmm. you know, 
reasonable to talk about. And that scenario where he starts arguing with the guy, he's like, "We well, can't even. You can come to my country and take our money, but you can't learn our language." And I'm like, and I, and she was like, "Well, he's just a racist." I'm like, "So the interesting part is you gotta figure out what's happening because I've heard those statements yeah. in many countries." Different yeah. people deal with them. And the fact is that in Japan, if you don't know Japanese, you cannot get citizenship. That's the first question. Are you oh, fluent wow. in Japanese? No? Then yeah. why are you applying to be a citizen? Yeah. Boom. You're, you're cut off at the legs. And I go, huh. so I go, let's look back. I'm like, now his delivery, racist. But yeah. <laughs> like, you got to remember, I'm like, it's there's a lot more happening and this is where i'm like i love yeah. to get into the real nitty-gritty of things because yeah. then you start to realize you're going hey i think a lot of us are assholes and we don't even realize it yeah and i'm like let's just calm down everybody <laughs> well, that's, well that's true and you know and and, and that and that is an, an interesting question because you know like should language be a sure. barrier of citizenship and it's it, that is an interesting one because it's like you know well what language particularly with America you know oh, with so yeah. many languages are spoken um, you know it's it is an interesting one. Well, look then you have you have uh, I'm not sure how I'm I think you would probably know about this but there's like uh, city or villages in uh, Argentina that mm -hmm. speak German fluently. Mm -hmm. Everyone, <laughs> there's no Spanish speakers in the town. You're going. So guys, um, we got to talk about some stuff here. This is a little yeah. bit right? In Japan's case, with the like, you you have to know Japanese to be a citizen. That makes a lot of sense just for Japan as a country because they were incredibly xenophobic from like the Sengoku Jedi up until. So Matthew Perry China. was like, knock, knock, motherfucker, let us in. <laughs> but look, that's the thing is, so was China throughout history. And the mm -hmm. fact was that we've known, because of history and how it's proven, is that every time a country has closed its borders, it has resulted in, number one, atrocities. Number mm -hmm. two is them not keeping out, up with the yep. rest of the world. Yep. And number three is that if anything, it was counterproductive for people's value of themselves and their environment. Yeah. And that's, and you know what, you're like, that's a hard pill to swallow because so many places actively practice that mm. idea of keeping foreigners out and protecting what's ours. When the fact is our lines are made up, that thing that you call a passport is because somebody had a bee in their bonnet and didn't want people to travel freely. Listen, the whole structure is falling apart. And uh, we get to watch it in the 21st century. It's very exciting. Um, you, know, you, know what I, you know what I find really fascinating was, uh, I think it was on an episode of QI, and they mm. were talking about um, technology in China yeah. and how because China didn't develop glass, because they had gone all in in ceramics, uh -huh. then... So, so then they didn't. They did. They, they just didn't unlock that that stream yep. of, of of the of the technology uh, chart, and because of that, they missed out on lenses, and because of that, they missed out on a lot of scientific discovery that Sheesh. ultimately put them behind technologically for centuries. Mathematics, I, physics, yeah. astronomy, all those things that are linked together. Lenses, yeah. huge part. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, I, I, I remember I that episode. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I found it fascinating. Just this idea of because you developed one thing, 
then you didn't see the need to develop another thing. But because you didn't develop that other thing down the road, that would come back to bite you in the ass. Yeah. So I wonder, is there mm. anything in our world which we've gone all in on that we haven't bothered exploring something else which could yeah. be like like see I believe the answer you're looking for is capitalism. <laughs> True. But like so it's the story about uh the guy who brought uh bendable glass to mm -hmm. Caesar uh and Caesar said does anyone else know this technique does your assistant or anything he said no only me good death why? Because it was going to affect the bronze market yep. so drastically. If and which and there's suspicion of the whole idea that it was maybe the first plastic or something, Ooh, some sort of an yeah. acrylic function. They weren't, yeah. but it, it dropped it on the ground. It bent. He unbent it, and it showed it was perfectly fine. Right, and he was put to death for it. The other thing is, and this is this is a hot topic I've been doing research on is that um, the limestone on the outside of the great pyramids, uh, there's evidence from the seventies that it's poured and not okay. carved. And the fact is the book that came out from the seventies, uh -huh. uh -huh. I believe is an English guy. Yeah. And I see you having a boner over there. So I love it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but he goes, he released this and the head uh, Egyptologist in Egypt is like, no, that's just false. And everyone's like, Oh, Okay, and he's like, no, no, this is the science behind it. This is the equation I use. This is the test. It yeah. proves it's exactly the same. What's going on? You're going, listen, and there's there's now uh, a rediscovery of certain cements used in mm -hmm. Rome that are uh, antimicrobial and mm -hmm. now being used in hospitals and stuff like that. You're going, ta-da, we forgot about this because we're idiots. So, uh, hey, it was the Dark Ages. So, <laughs> so there's, there's, there's a documentary that my mother-in-law sent sent me and my wife. She was like, you have to watch this. It's amazing. It was a three-hour-long YouTube documentary. That's a yeah. lot. And, okay, so it was this guy. I, I think I'm wanting to say he was Albanian, but he was somewhere somewhere down in that direction. Um, somewhere that wasn't a country 50 years ago. Let's say that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Albania's been a country for for ages, actually. Uh, Listen, I'm Greek, not really, but no, yeah. sorry, that's that's a little bit racist. Um, Let's, I'm just kidding, to Albania. Yeah. <laughs> and but uh, yeah, it's somewhere down there anyway. And so the first half hour of the documentary is him kind of basically going, "Okay, so this is what you know." First of all, I'm not going to say it's alien, so don't worry about that. I was like, "All oh, right, okay." And uh, and then so the first half hour is him talking about why this is credible why all of the other theories are wrong and why the poured cement theory works and why, yeah. you know, and all this. Proven. Like, proven oh, to work. Like, okay. it just... Yeah. And then the next two hours is wonderfully animated. They've got, they've got these great um, uh, 3D animations showing the process, you know, with that in mind of that the pyramids are poured, Let's see what that would look like. And it, it explains so much. It explains these anomalies, these random pieces of wood sticking out of, of okay. rocks. We may have seen the same thing. Was it the, the platform? Then they go up, they build it, and then they pour, and then they set the next and one. Then okay. they pull it out. Yeah. 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 Okay. But then, <laughs> but then, so, you know, you, you get to the end of those two hours and you're like, I'm, I'm convinced. I'm, I'm pretty good. Now, 
there was something there was a there was a a big speaking of lenses there was a like a giant sun lens that they used to melt melt rock marble yes. which i was a little bit more okay maybe if you reproduce that in real life i would be a little bit more but mm-hmm. you know that aside the the, the poured concrete okay I'm, I'm i'm buying this and then spoilers for this video by the way oh god so the it last half hour the yeah. last half hour so you're sitting there going wow i'm convinced this was okay. really good where's he gonna go with this from now on and so he's like so the uh, so the the Egyptians they um, created this technology, but of course they had to protect this technology, which is why the Romans were so obsessed with capturing, um, or so obsessed with capturing Egypt. It's like, all right, okay. Um, but the Egyptians also built ships, and they went across the ocean, the Atlantic Ocean, and they stopped in Mexico, and built the pyramids there, and then. They went to the other side of Mexico and built more ships, and they went down to possibly Easter Island and built them too. And then it only stands to reason over to Australia and Cambodia, and they basically any of the big impressive stuff around the world. The What's Egyptians that? built it, and it's just like, oh, guys, he's jumped the shark. He's we're so close, but then, but then. The Romans then did capture Egypt, as we know from history. Oh my god. And they captured the technology <clears throat> and they brought it back to Rome. I was like, okay, guys, you didn't need to explain the construction of Rome, but it was poor concrete. Okay. And then goes into the dark, and these secrets were kept. I was like, oh no, no, he's not going there. He's not going there. And then they built the cathedrals. I was like, no, 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 no. The Masons, no, he uh, didn't. He didn't. And then aliens showed up. and <laughs> He kept this the aliens is... out of it at least, but oh my god, he went full Freemason. Oh, guys, you were, you were doing so well. This oh, is... well. Listen, this is this is where I, I laugh my ass off because you're standing there going, Okay, this is this is real information and you scientifically based where's yeah. and then you and then you have somebody go, and did you know? And you're going, Oh no, nope, just yeah. dude. Going, it's as soon it's it's like the idea when someone says, Hey, just trust me, and you're going immediately, zero trust, stop what you're doing, just get out, just get out. <laughs> I do not trust you. See, this is the thing. This is the thing. The the inner argument of the poured concrete, I'm I'm still on board with. Yep. You know, like like this is the thing, and this is something that I think a lot of people tend to do. And I've seen this with, like, say, my uh, president's video where they they get to the Trump bit at the end, which isn't aligned with their politics. So they're like, oh well, I can't trust the rest of this video whatsoever. Right. So I'm not, I'm not going to bother. And it's like, you know. Why throw the baby out with the bathwater? And now that being said, all the Trump stuff is trustworthy. So just saying, um, I mean, yes, it is left leaning, sure, but it's there's still that uh, doesn't make it false. You know, those are two different things. And um, and so you know, and and so with that in mind, I'm like, no, I'm I'm still pretty sold on the poured concrete uh, thing because he explains it so well, and it makes more sense. Than all of the other theories. Yes, but then but he just jumps, yeah. But then he just shits the bed at the end and like, no, oh. come on. So this is. Oh, he tried. One... <laughs> he, was, he was he was successful, and then he's like, "What is this success?" 
if I don't need success, I have theories to share. Right? Well, like this, oh this is what God. I love about all of the the whole things of like aliens built the pyramids and stuff. There's like, because look, there's pyramids in in Mexico and there's pyramids in Cambodia and like there's all of these ancient pyramids. Like, how, like we have to explain that in some way. It's like, yeah, because pyramids don't fall over, like. That's literally you, it, you, they don't fall over. So where are they going to go? It's almost racist a little bit. Where they're like, okay, oh, uh, well, uh, it's, it's completely yeah. racist. No, that's and that is that's the that's the other side of it. Of oh well, I mean, they couldn't have possibly had the technology and 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 wherewithal to do it. So it must have been aliens because only white people are good at building stuff, even though. We collectively forgot how to do that shit for about five hundred years during the Dark Ages, and had wow. to rediscover it by the, reverse engineering Roman shit and, and doing it poorly. Let's be honest. Yeah, uh, sorry, but, reverse engineering Roman shit, which was based on Greek shit. There hey. you go. Bring it back to <laughs> well, this is full circle. Full circle. Uh, there's a, uh, I think, which it's in fairness was probably based on shit from the Middle East. So hey, oh, there you go. Listen. You know, we conquered it all. It's fine. But we did it right. We gave you democracy and everyone ruined it. It's not our fault. Um, but, but oh, my God. Is, no, tell that to the Spartans. Well, those guys, a little bit too close. Anyways, <laughs> the there's a TikTok where uh, a lady's like, hey, what, tell, tell me something that uh, people think is in the Bible but isn't in the Bible. And yeah. it's a woman comes on and goes, white people. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's it. They weren't uh, there. And like, that's so the true. funny part is, uh, uh, and <laughs> I remember so watching it. It's so good. Yeah. I saw that. And I was like, Ooh, that bites, that bites hard lady. But, yeah. but uh, like in, in um, uh, Latin America, there's a lot of uh, pyramids that are there and they'll have giant pools that they refer to as reflecting pools. Mm -hmm. And the white guy who was there touring it goes, Oh, so like people would just like meditate. He goes, no, it's used for reflection. Why? He goes, yeah, like internal. He goes, no, of no. the stars. Don't look up, look down. It's easier. Yeah. And everyone's saying, going, oh, that's genius. And you're like, yeah, maybe people were smarter back in the day, guy. Uh -huh. They figured it out. And uh -huh. we're just too dumb to say, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I just use it introspectively to reflect. Yeah. You're like, no, no, no. It's a literal reflection yeah. of what's up there. That's that's how we do it. Well, because it's funny, because that's actually something uh, whenever, whenever I'm chatting about Irish history that I use that comparison, the way that we look at the way the pyramids were built. And some people are like, well, I don't know. I don't know how ancient people could have done it. So it must have been aliens. There's actually a similar thing in Ireland where two and a half thousand years ago mm -hmm. there were the kind of first kind of early celtic cultures in ireland and they were stumbling upon all of these already ancient tombs these were like so from yeah. now they're like five thousand years old so the same distance in time between us and them is between them and the ancient megalithic stone age people of ireland yeah and they were finding all of these ancient tombs and old portal dolmens of these giant stones on top of other things. And they were like, we have no idea how you could have possibly built this. I don't know how to build. I don't know how to move these huge stones. You don't know how to build these huge stones. It must have been giants. It must have been fairies. It must have been magic. And so all of Celtic mythology came That's out of trying to explain where all this mad shit came from that Stone Age yeah. people built. Well, that's the funny part is like so much has been attributed to just, 
you know, let's see what happens. Yeah. And you're going, yeah. yeah, no, no, it's, it's, it's literally, there's a guy uh, who's been uh, just railroaded on the internet where he just uses uh, planks and levers uh -huh. and he moves massive <sighs> stones. And it's literally just <sighs> himself, just himself yeah. recorded the whole time, moving yeah. stuff like things that would be reminiscent of uh, an Easter Island sized yeah. block, moving it step by step. And you're going, this is the thing is, it's actually just about being creative enough and yeah. experimenting that'll help yeah. you figure out which is the scientific method. You're saying, yeah. listen, we've got to get that from that to there. Yeah. All right, let's try and figure it out. Okay, so what yeah. options do we have? What do we know? How do we learn? How, let's try it. And you're like, that's the that is the scientific method. The scientific method isn't, hey, I'm gonna pay you to say this stuff, go say it. And you're like, no, 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 that's not that's not science. Mm -hmm. No, no, don't do that, guys. <laughs> I mean, I, I actually I built a miniature stone circle uh, earlier last year. Oh, right. Um, in I have a big field out the front of my new house, and uh, and I had a whole pile of old stone because we knocked knocked down one of the walls, and so we had all this old stone. And I was like, I'm awesome. going to build a stone circle, and it's going to have gaps in it for the for the sunrise of the uh, equinoxes Solstice. and the yeah. solstices. Oh, and uh, it's good. Awesome. Cool. It's, it's not finished yet, but uh, but I'm getting there. But um, even moving those rocks. They like and and some of them were like this. The biggest one was probably bigger than the size of my torso. All right. And moving those rocks from just from point A to point B, and having to move all of those rocks from point A to point B was a combination of um, uh, there there were some that that I, I just filled up a wheelbarrow and bring it down, yeah. and and this was just me. And so getting them off the ground into the wheelbarrow was a job in itself but then you had some stones like the one the size of my torso which i couldn't even get off the ground right but i had a wheel jack so i was able to go over that and pivot that onto the wheel jack and wheel it back and away we go so like obviously they didn't they didn't necessarily have a wheel jack in there uh, no, in but but, something but you work you work things out and this is the thing <clears throat> and going back to that same thing of you know everybody in history needed to go to the toilet uh, you know, there were geniuses throughout history. You know, we tend to completely yeah. write off, uh, write off Stone Age people as all oh, a bunch of cavemen. Ooh, 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 ooh. But they were geniuses who worked out how to generate fire, who worked out how the year worked, and to realize that there's 365 roughly days. <laughs> As the, as it takes the sun to go around, and as it gets lower in the sky, it'll sit there for three-ish days, and then it'll begin to rise again. And all of this kind of do you know what we're, we're going to build an entire building? So there's a, a building, um, one of those ancient megalithic tombs in Ireland. It's called Newgrange, and on the winter solstice, there's there's the doorway that leads into it, and then there's a little separate box above the doorway. And on the winter solstice, the sun shines directly down that little box and lights up the entire tunnel. It's yeah. friggin' magic. Yeah. And that was built 5,000 years ago, you know? Yeah. I heard about that. So it's only on the solstice where you can actually clearly see the entire room right yeah i mean they, they have electrical lights in obviously there, right? but, but but that's yeah. that's see, this is the funny thing is that the the lunar calendar yeah is drastically more accurate than the calendar the the gregorian calendar that yeah. everyone uses and you're going yeah. yeah so we changed this because some pompous jerk who wanted to change the months yeah okay well fuck that guy how about that 
<laughs> How about that? I'm going back to the lunar calendar. There's like it's oh it's <laughs> it's very funny though, right? It's it's a okay. very different perspective. What's up? All Alex? right. Um, so first, uh, John, wanted to thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, thank you so much for having me. And I'm sorry for all the technical difficulties. We're going to ask you one more question here in a bit, but first, do you want to plug your your stuff for everybody? Yes, absolutely. Uh, you can find me at John D. Ruddy at uh, Facebook, Instagram, of course, YouTube, Twitter. Uh, just look up John D. Ruddy. You'll get me. And uh, I'm on Patreon too, John D. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash John D. Ruddy. And also. I have a podcast, which is on hiatus at the moment, but, you know, the episodes are still up. Uh, it's called Where Many Have Gone Before, which is me watching Star Trek for the very first time. <laughs> yeah. So if any of you are Star Trek fans right here, uh, Dino, you're, you, you seem to be... Uh, oh, yeah, I'm a nerd. So I'll, uh, I'll I'll have to have you on uh, as a guest at some point. Um, I'm cool. halfway through season two of the original series, so I'm still early days yet. Um, oh. But uh, there's yeah. so much, so much you have to see. My yeah, oh, I'm so, really looking forward so to Next Generation. Uh, and you know what? This is the thing: is specifically with Next Generation was that uh, there was such a whole issue with Patrick Stewart, but Patrick Stewart seeing him act for myself. Uh -huh. really brought me into the idea of theater and uh -huh. um, really expressing yourself with words. Uh, so so he's, he's a king among men. And I'm like, yes. the only, the problem is that you have, sorry, Alice, I know we got to wrap it up. I'm sorry, just quickly is one of the things is that um, like guys like Patrick Stewart and like Ian McKellen, who are yeah. magnificent yeah. are also around the same age as someone like John Lithgow. John yeah. Lithgow is like a hidden secret of that age group, mm -hmm. but you're like, yeah, but he can't compete with those guys. It's like going up against Lawrence of Arabia. Your kid's not gonna work, man. John Lithgow <laughs> played a very good Winston Churchill in The Crown. He did. I he remember. Very like, good Winston he's Churchill. very talented, but he is not like. Listen, no. the guy made bank. He's good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so he's like, eh, no, it's just for fun, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah. So last question here was, uh, well, wait, Dino, you got to plug us too and the yeah. show. Uh, I always forget. I just assume if they're watching us, they already know where God. we are. Uh, I'm. Dino oh my Jones god, Marvel. It's sorry. I'm just. It's. I don't know. It's very awkward not seeing your facial expressions, Atlas. I'm, I'm sorry. No, no. It's It'll be you. fixed next week. I'm a putz. Um, but yeah. Dino the Genetic Marvel, you can find me everywhere. Um, and as well, I'm on uh, the Eargasm Network. And uh, DNT Network is also uh, in effect. So uh, it's uh, where I'm doing a lot of my podcasting and stuff uh, with regards to uh, Sports Balls, which is a bunch of comedians talking about sports that we are completely unqualified to talk about. Uh, and then uh, Idiot Says What, which is mostly us talking what? with... Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh <laughs> You know what the funny thing is? Everyone comments that and goes, what? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean what? I just explained what. And then I'm like, oh, it's the, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, an, I'm, I'm an idiot. Uh, so, <laughs> hence the name. But you know, the best part is it's me and Tim Loss uh, talking about uh, random topics and stuff. But keep an eye out on my social media because I do post the uh, promos there. And that way you can tune in live and scream at us over the internet. Because realistically, therapy is expensive. Atlas, mm -hmm. off to you, sir. All right, you can you can follow me at Atlas Novak on Twitter or yeah, Twitter or Instagram. You can follow my other podcast at Nexus at Night, which is about a trading card game uh, in those same places. And then you can follow us uh, generate at Generation Dan 
on Twitter. All right. John, final question for you. What is the weirdest thing that has happened to you while uh, ma- making a video? Um, bro, the weirdest thing that ever happened to me was killing Hitler. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so well, I did, we ain't finishing early. That's for sure. Let's go. <laughs> so I did. I did. I, you know, I, I made the video of uh, uh, World War Two, and so naturally, part of that story was the death of Hitler. Right. And I got to that part, and I was like. How am I actually gonna draw this? What am I gonna do? Because it's like that it's dark and it's it's graphic and 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 so and I did an illustration. Nobody has ever seen this, but I did an illustration of Hitler and Ava Brown in in their bunker, and you know, and I was just like, I can't I can't use this too much. I was like, I mean, fuck Hitler, but like, <laughs> this is too much. And uh, and so ultimately, I did a much more tasteful. It's a picture of uh, a guard standing outside of a big door, and then you see bang showing up, and he's like, "Mein Führer," uh, and that was it. But uh, but yeah, no, that was just that that moment where I had drawn a picture, finished a picture, and just sat back and looked at it, and I was just like. Shit, I can't use this. Oh my god, <laughs> that's awesome! <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> oh my god, I mean, if you really want, like, this is probably a big ass. Do you want to send it to us and we'll put it up in here? Oh, uh, <laughs> no, okay, I'm, worth a shot. Not, worth a shot. I'm yeah. not even sure if I scanned it. So I don't even think I don't even think there's a digital form. It is in my archive of illustrations in a fo- a literal folder in yeah. a filing cabinet. Um and uh yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so, no, that's probably for the best. Let's be honest. Yeah, so that's worth a shot. I don't even think um, I've seen that picture since 2014. Uh, so I, I might go I might have to go back and look at it at, at some point. And, and then, yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, this has been oh a my conversation. God. Yeah. All it's right. Been a well, lot of fun. I've, I've really enjoyed this. Thank you so much. Yeah. We'll definitely have you back when my internet is actually working. <laughs> and Caleb's here. So. Yeah. And we're missing something. This is fantastic. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, enjoy your week, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye.